Hello and welcome to You Like the Worst Stuff. Off the top, a baby man Bond villain has purchased Twitter after months of drama and is now laying off employees with reckless abandon and having a very public, real-time meltdown about not getting enough respect. Joe Haygood? Free speech, just $8 a month. Joe Foreman? We call that the Stephen King discount. Tony Sadowski? But wait, there's more! Act now and we'll also throw in getting your account suspended for daring to mock the new petulant overlord. What was my LO password again? I'm Kat Riley, and this is episode 465. The stuff you like is bad. The stuff we like is worse. You like the worst stuff. The pop culturally questionable podcast. Worsting it up since 2011. Press start in 3, 2, 1. This week in questionable pop culture. So it seems like The Witcher is getting a fourth season, but we are getting a Hemsworth as our new Geralt. Not Jennifer Hale? No. No. (laughs) I thought for sure. I I didn't know it was getting a third season. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, So it is getting a fourth season. Apparently, it sounds like, you know, Henry Cavill has other endeavors that he might be working on right now. Screenplay about the sassy robot. Yeah, got to get it done. Somehow I doubt the fact that he's going to make another Superman movie has ha- already <laughs> has any scheduling crossover problems with The Witcher. <laughs> they have not done a single thing at all ever with either of those two things yet. He just doesn't want to do it. He's out. That's all. He's, he's doing three years of it. He's done. And also, I just want to say, we're not even getting a good Hemsworth. It's not Chris. It's Liam. I wonder if... Well, at least it's not Larry. <laughs> I wonder if they're doing like a young Witcher. Like, could could season four ostensibly be a flashback season? I realize there's not much age difference between Liam Hemsworth and Henry Cavill, but I feel like Liam looks younger than Henry Cavill. They kind of skew him older. I th- I feel so like could because Witchers age slowly, right? Yes. So so could they be doing the the fourth season of like how he became it? I, mean, I guess. I Maybe. mean, it depends on if Jennifer and all them are re-signed for a fourth season. Well, Jennifer's already like 600 years old, right? <laughs> right? No, no, in the movie, in the show, like, she was a hunchback child. Right, that but that was used... all flashback stuff from like 600 years previous. <laughs> I have no idea when it was flashback. So I guess yeah, yeah, no, be. the first season was, was all over the place timeline-wise. That was part of the point. So yeah, they could still know. have her. They could have them meet and be young and sexy together. But yeah, I don't know. I just the people saying that oh god, well he's he's Superman now, so he can't do this. That that's absurd on the face of it, because not a single bit of shooting has been scheduled for either of these. He's just done. He's just done. <laughs> the switcher. That's fine. He's done enough. Just, I was like, man, when I saw Hemsworth, I was like, oh okay. No, oh, we're not getting that Hemsworth. <laughs> womp That's womp. Oh, Liam. What's wrong with Liam Hemsworth? Yes. What's wrong with him? It's Liam. We all hate it. <laughs> Everybody hates Liam. We've all always hated Liam. Why aren't you on board? I don't understand this. Why? Why? why I mean, what's we, wrong with that guy? I mean, hey, look, we hated Liam Gallagher in Oasis, and now we hate Liam Hemsworth. It's just uh, right, the worst it. part of Oasis. <laughs> it's just again, I say at least it's not Larry Hemsworth, which uh, you have to have watched The Good Place for that too. And now here's Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we don't have the rights to Wonderwall. <laughs> How about Phil Spencer? Do we have the rights for him? Uh, well. 
So he says that prices for Xbox services and hardware might go up post holiday season. <laughs> That's a great thing to but, say. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. So <laughs> perfect. Yeah. He, he talked about you know prices can't stay the same forever. Blah 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 blah. It's like yeah no. Can't don't. they? <laughs> yeah, but traditionally, they've come down after the console's been out a few years. Um, so, okay, prices can't stay the same forever, but usually they make a new product and then decide that that's right. the new price. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, the only thing I don't know is if he's talking about hardware, Game Pass, both. Who knows? I mean, I, mean, I assume at Why some point— Why would you even bring that up? Why would you even say that? I assume who, who, a Game who Pass got is him? Go who, who pinned him with a reporter microphone to get that delicious soundbite? What, so, what in the world topic of conversation would possibly lead the guy to say something like that? So redeem those Game Pass cards now that's before a, Christmas. A, yeah, it's just a nakedly stupid statement to make. I, is it just to juice holiday sales? Well, right, I, better better buy now. It could be, or maybe it's just one of those things where they then they can come back later and say, "Well, out of the goodness of our hearts, right, we'll keep right, the price down." Right. They they contrition. No, no, we heard it's you. A, we're, we're about listening. the fans. Remember when they were Emojis talking about listening. possibly raising the prices? Remember they did that that discount a few years ago with the Xbox One, and it's like we dropped it, you know, but it's gonna go back up, and it went up for like three days, and then we're like, ah, oh, actually, we're gonna keep it down to the goodness of our hearts. We're gonna bring it back down to the two forty nine. It's like, yeah, I don't think it was yeah, the goodness of your hearts. Just go buy a PlayStation. <laughs> Speaking of PlayStation, speaking of PlayStation, the PSVR two is going to cost more than a PS five. It's going to cost five hundred and fifty dollars. Thankfully, all the money that I'm saving by uh, not buying an Xbox this holiday. Right, golly. I'll, I'll put that hey, right get into that, Get that VR2 now for him, because next Christmas, the prices yeah, are probably going imagine. up. Yeah, just imagine. It's like a reverse auction where the price keeps going up. Um, right, 550 Do I hear mm-hmm. 600 Yeah, 600. like, wow. I have a PSVR1, and I barely play it. I yeah. don't see myself shelling out for the PSVR2. I felt like a dumb person asking, but I had to ask Foreman on Twitter, like, are you getting the VR2? Which yeah, I'm getting it. I'm blatantly getting it. slapped me in the face and said, of course I am. Yeah, I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm getting, uh, we, we used our VR one, I guess we call it now. Uh, uh, enough, right, the classic fine. VR classic. I mean, that came out like six years ago, so it hasn't been used much recently. But I mean, it was pretty hot and heavy for a while, and got a lot of good games out of it. So I'll get the second one. I just think this is a really sucky way to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to build a future platform, make it as expensive as possible, and have a lackluster launch lineup. Great. That sounds perfect. This is good. This is this is the Vita all over again. PlayStation Vita Revisited. <gasps> it's right there. I love it. It's been there all along. Yeah. No, no, no. Five fifty is a bad price. Um, That's a bad chunk of money. Six hundred if you want the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn game, which ah, <laughs> uh, come on. You think that's a fifty dollars game? It would... I don't know. Now, if they would include a PS Five with that, that would be a good <laughs> price. Uh, good luck. I mean, the, obviously, the difference is that this one is actually coming with two controllers. Which yes. before the VR headset came with uh, Jack and Squat, yeah. So you're getting these fancy new controllers, whereas before we all dusted off our PlayStation Three Move controllers, <laughs> the Move, right? That we, uh-huh. you know, you could get those for a song. Um, but uh, so yeah, I guess I, 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 they probably started with the previous price, which was what four hundred, I think, uh, and figured that the controllers were really expensive. So there's your value. Um, yeah, I think and you had to have, you, you had to buy a camera last time around too. I think yeah. they had a bundle where you could get the camera included, didn't they? Yeah, cause, yeah, because you needed that. Yes. Right. 
Yeah. Mm. And, and you know what? And last time we all talked about how expensive it was then, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, we all get to have mm-hmm. the same conversation again now. Now so, they've full circle. added two controllers, taken out a camera, and aren't right. sure if there's games. So I think it's and a great deal. It's too value, much money, bro. and we don't know if there's games, and it's never going to get mainstream support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same debate. <laughs> but um, on the topic of uh, PlayStation. Um, PlayStation Plus has lost uh, almost 2 million subscribers since rebranding and tier- introducing the tiers. Um, 1.9 million. Good. Yeah. It's confusing. It's unnecessary. Good. <laughs> Although apparently Can't they're making more it. money because of yeah. all the people that uh, upgraded their... Uh, the, you Because know, what was it? It used to be, what, 40 or 60 a year? 60, now, 60 now, a year. Now you can pay like 80 or, or 150, 150 a year, and, <laughs> which is fantastic. Another great value. So the Kat, don't you have one of the, the better tiers of this? I have the mid-range tier, yeah, because it was... Uh, the same price as buying one full price game. Yeah. And yeah. T- for the upgrade, and there were several games on there that I had wanted to try, so gotcha. I figured it was worth it for at least one year. Sure. And I can't say I'll keep it after. Yeah, I was gonna say I was off, I was wondering but... how you felt the value was at this point. You know, having had it a bit. Yeah, hmm. for for the first year at least, I feel it's worth it because I've gotten to try a lot of the games that I was interested in that I wasn't sure I actually wanted to buy. So. Yeah. Yeah, for for the first year, it's worth it. After that, I can't say I'll keep it. Well, I feel like we need to take a moment and acknowledge a huge loss in our family. In our our pop culture family. Uh, Monday before last, the actor Leslie Jordan passed away in a car accident. Um, It seems like he had a cardiac event that caused him to lose control of his car. Um, it's it's very sad because I like I like many many people had started following him during the pandemic because he started posting to Instagram and later TikTok and uh, making really hilarious videos and um, he always started them off by saying uh, how you doing there fellow hunker downers and that just cracked <laughs> me up and uh, and um, Leslie Allen Jordan reporting for duty and he always if if anyone could be called a ray of sunshine that man oh my gosh he was bringing lots of people joy i agree he was loads yeah. of fun during uh, the last couple of years and i always i love character actor type people and he mm-hmm. was one of those guys who would pop up in something and just bring you joy in whatever quirky little role that he was in i loved him he was he was fantastic he was like a modern that guy you know you, yes, you, you watch i love those you watch the old movies and you see people talking about oh you know here's this person who showed up on love boat and fantasy island and did this and did cannonball run and then you know uh, he, he's a modern one of them. And so it's so familiar, right? Uh, that guy thing, like you, when, when I heard he passed away, you see his image, you go, oh, no. And you remember it comes flooding back all the things he was in. Yeah. You know, he's he was great. Yeah, he was most known for being Beverly Leslie on Will and Grace. Yeah, fantastic. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's got, you look under IMDb and he was in everything. Oh, all kinds of stuff for years yeah, and he, years. And episode and of And only 67. I know that was the saddest thing. Like you I also thought, feel you know? like he was 112. He's been in so much right? stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just I thought it was hilarious. There was there's an iconic scene from uh, Will and Grace where uh, he and Karen Walker, who is Megan Mullally, they 
you know, Beverly Leslie walks in and says, well, Karen Walker, I thought I smelled gin and regret. And then Karen, <laughs> and then Karen says, uh, why, Beverly Leslie, you're looking more like a woman every time I see you. And they just recreated it on TikTok like a month ago. Uh, and it lovely. was so amazing. And you, and now someone has taken over his TikTok account and is posting a few little things that we never got to see or, you know, looks back at his life. And it's really great. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I thought, you're, so I thought you were going to say somebody took over his account and was selling NFTs or some crap. Oh, geez. No, no. It's just, it's a really... <laughs> Good. It's really great to see a few last things like the making of a country music video that he was in that, you know, really awesome. So rest in peace, Leslie Jordan. Well loved. On to uh, Tony. I think you have a, a serious yeah. question. Yeah, serious question, everybody. Back to the top of the show. We talked a bit about old Elon baby man Musk. Um, <laughs> how about that Twitter? How's everybody feeling about the, the our, everybody's favorite social media cesspool's future? Ugh. I'm not jumping ship unless I have to. For only okay. $8, you too can blue but, check. <laughs> but I, I have backup accounts. I, I, I created a Mastodon account in 2017. Hadn't logged in since then, but I have now. Yeah, I think so. And I have I did sign up for the beta of Blue Sky, whatever, whatever that ends up being. with. The... Yeah, I signed up for that too. I have backup accounts on CoHost and CounterSocial. Um, I have to say, a lot of people hate Twitter. But I yes. use I, I I have a client for iOS called Twitterific, and I use, I make heavy use of their muffles and mutes, and um, also Twitter is where I feel like I became a decent person because I was brainwashed uh, a little bit into the uh, let's say conservative side of society, and uh, I saw my friends consistently saying day after day this was in the year in the 2000s where when uh, gay marriage was the issue of the day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i saw my friend say day after day after day no matter what your personal beliefs you can't treat people like crap and that's what really started me examining myself and and realizing that no you can't treat people like crap no matter what your beliefs are and and that kind of triggered a, a political change in me to the to the less conservative side of things, you know. And uh, yeah. so yeah. I, I really credit I really credit Twitter for making me a better person. Yeah, I, I feel I feel exactly the same way. I, I went through that same thing of growing up in a conservative area and always always voting R and 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 yeah, I feel the same way. Like you just it, it's shameful to admit it now, but you don't know what you don't know. And if uh -huh. you you don't, you know, if you grow up in an area where you have never talked to a gay person ever or uh -huh. or, or a gay person has has never sensed that you're an ally and felt comfortable talking with you about it, uh, it, uh -huh. it, it, it takes knowing real people to realize, oh, crap, maybe I should have learned empathy by some point by now in my adult life. And right. it's, it, I feel terrible that it took me that long to get to get to that point. But yeah, that's, I feel the same way. Like following people on Twitter who are not exactly the same as me was a major eye opener in realizing how unfair and crappy life is for a lot of folks. Mm -hmm. I, I've, I've obviously spent a lot of time on the Twitters as well. And that that became over the years, I didn't get into it right away. Um, but it became a great place to actually connect with new people, like you guys are saying. I think the the best parts about it are the actual social aspects of it that do connect you to other folks that do 
allow you to meet new friends, to have great conversations. And it does happen on there. And I've been through some terrible rough patches in life and met fabulous people through it um, who mm-hmm. I you know, have stayed in touch with for years and years now. And I, I've found it to be a wonderful respite and a place that for all its faults, um, I've been able to, you know, encounter some fantastic folks who are really supportive and, you know, really caring people. And uh, they, they reach out behind all the dumb fart jokes and check in on you if they notice that you are posting extra sad and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I appreciate that about it. So there is some good there. And it, and it, it hurts me to see people who have loved for a long time look at it and go, ah, I think I'm going to check out. I hate this now. And there's a lot of folks who are doing the kind of wait and see if this really gets bad approach. And I'm kind of in that camp. We'll see what it does, but I ain't paying eight bucks a month for it. But Anyway, I think that for listening this long, uh, we should give away a game to our listeners to reward them. Uh, inspired by Elon Musk, how about Company of Crime? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds you can, good. You can cash in this code on your Steam device of choice for Company of Crime. Here is that code now, DC80XLVIBG. 70ZGQ enjoy company of crime. And now we come to one last thing where everybody gets a chance to show some love or throw some shade at something they want to talk about. How about Tony? What do you have? Uh just a quick one uh, over uh, the last week or so, uh the old Beatles, I don't know if you've heard of them, they are a popular rock band from back in the mm. day. Yeah, uh, yeah have been yes. have been remastering some of their their old albums. Uh, over time and uh, really doing a fantastic job remixing those things and making them sound brand new. Uh, this Revolver is what Ringo has been doing? This is, Ringo has always been the mastermind. It was never, <laughs> yeah, it, it was never the others. They were always a bunch of scrubs and Ringo is the mastermind. So he personally hand remixed <laughs> Revolver, widely regarded as one of their best, if not their best album, one of the greatest rock albums of all time. Uh, a, a seminal uh, music, you know, legendary album, and uh, it sounds brand dang new. Uh, so Revolver is great, and these super deluxe remixes, remasters, whatever the heck they call each one, I think it seems to change every time. Um, they always come along with another bevy of bonus outtake tracks and original cuts of things, and it is a joy to go through them as a music nerd and Beatles fan. Um, to hear tracks like Rain, which should have been part of Revolver, but was released as part of a single. Um, and to hear it played at actual speed rather than slowed down like they did for the track is wild because it sounds like a punky garage band song. You've just never heard it that way before. So really enjoying digging back into songs that are amongst their best ever, uh, but hearing them in a brand new way and hearing them with a the new clarity that you know brings parts of it alive that were a little muddy in the past. So, Kat, what do you got? I'll hop in with uh, the Tomorrow Children Phoenix Edition. Um, I had never played the original Tomorrow Children, which was released for the PlayStation. And uh, I have been playing the Tomorrow Children Phoenix Edition, and it is super fun. Nice. Um, It's kind of a a Russian-themed game. And you play um, a, a projection clone of society that's been destroyed. And um, you have to go uh, find these Matryoshka dolls and restore them into your comrades. And there are random islands that pop up around you and you go out to them and explore them. And there's like 25 different islands and it's, it's super fun. And in the early game, of course, you can't get to the highest parts of the islands because you don't have all the you know, equipment to get you there. And so I'm having a great time with it. Um, I've heard people 
say if you like Animal Crossing type games, you'll like the Tomorrow Children, which definitely holds true for me. So, nice. yeah, I, I played it a try. the uh, the first one when it came out before it was shut down, and and that was really it felt more like a Minecraft kind of a game. Because you were just yeah. always like going out to some area and digging through these odd statues and shapes and blobs and and trying bringing stuff back and you were there was there was like a multiplayer component to it where you'd see the ghosts of your other players walking around and everybody was trying to build a little thing so it was, it was pretty cool then I was thought it was interesting that it mm-hmm. came back I I could definitely see it being compared to Minecraft I just personally don't have that comparison because I really haven't com- played Minecraft yeah. so yeah. Anyway, Joe Haygood. Uh, so after 18 plus years of being an Xbox Live member, uh-huh. I got hit with a suspension. <laughs> what did What'd you, you do? do? Change your name to Elon Musk? <laughs> I was playing some Rocket League with people, and all of a sudden I noticed I couldn't join a game. And this was after we, I got, we got done. My team got done skunking somebody like 9-1. And I was like, all of a sudden, it's like, you can't quick chat. And then it dumped me out of the game, and it's like, you can't matchmake right now. Also, you can't play multiplayer. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so what? I go online to look, and it's like, sure enough, it's like, hey, you have a suspension for four days. What? Uh, it will Why? be active. Into- and it said, for a screenshot. And I was like, what screenshot did I take that's offensive? Uh-oh, what was like, it? That's the thing. They don't tell you. So yeah, I'm like going through, yeah, I'm going go through, through my history. What is it? I have like 300 plus screenshots. So I'm like, what could it be? So I'm like looking at all my recent stuff because I'm like, all right, it would have to be something recent. I'm like, is it this intro to this game where there's a gun that shows up? Or is it the, you know, is it this clip over here where. How has a do you get suspended hand? for taking a screenshot of, of a game that they yeah, that's, have? That's because it says they do warn you that screenshots have to meet community code st- standards and guidelines. The only uh, thing I could think of, and I had to go back 153 days because the picture tells you when you took it 153 days ago. In Cyberpunk 2077, I had a picture where I had walked into a store where you were meeting Takamura, and it was a sex shop. And on one of the displays, they had two mannequins that were in a sexual position. Now, granted, hmm. they were Ken dolls, so they had no anatomy, but they were positioned very suggestively. I'm thinking, hmm. could this be what it was? Did somebody go through my history for 153 days after they lost in a Rocket League match and reported me? There is a lot sad about the story you just told. Um, and I don't want to unpack all of it right now. Yeah, but yeah there's a lot of sadness there. So, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know who I'm sadder about, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing was, like, I'm still, even though the suspension's over, I'm still fighting because I'm like, look, I've been a member for 18 years. I want to at least know what screenshot it was that got me in trouble. <laughs> right, your uh, good name has been besmirched in the Xbox ah, community. I'm like, look, this came up after we skunked somebody in a match. Are they mad that they lost? They are. You got X-doxed. I mean, I didn't even tell them get good or anything. I was just like, good game, <laughs> and then good. I was like suspended. That's that's bizarre that you take can take a screenshot and get suspended for it. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. It is. Well. <laughs> It is uh it is definitely something that like, well, where there. are the where are these screenshots even visible? The, if you go to my profile, you can see all the screenshots I've taken. Is this where all the Meverse moderators went? <laughs> I, oh, it yeah. was very it was very odd <laughs> when it happened and I was just I was kind of taken aback cuz I was like, mm. 
well, surely you will tell me the screenshot in question so I can eat. So it's either been deleted or I can delete it. It's like, no. Right. right. What if it's still you? there? I'm. You know what? We'll have to do some science and just keep reporting you. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Next thing I know, it's like, oh, you're, you've been permanently suspended and all your purchases are lost. <laughs> and I will, uh, I will wrap up one last thing uh, by bringing up Gotham Knights. Uh, the uh, it is good. It is exactly what I want in a stupid video game where I am just wandering around, picking up crap off a map and finding things and fighting things in an atmosphere and with characters in which I am intimately familiar. Um, I'm doing that in Spider-Man right now. It's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. it is that again. Um, it is. Uh, it's interesting because. It is an incredibly, um, in some ways, an incredibly unexpectedly progressive kind of video game uh, hmm. in terms of uh, how the characters talk to each other. There is a lot of these characters checking in with each other about their feelings and talking about therapy and, and in very serious ways, not doing it for jokes, not, you know, not not uh, uh, minimizing it at all, but there's a lot of that kind of talk in the in the cutscenes. Um, as Jeff Keeley announced, this game begins with Batman is dead. And so there's a lot of these characters um, uh, talking about how they're processing that and their grief and their stories and whatnot. And like, there's a pride flag hanging in their little headquarters. And there's just, there's a lot of... Uh, unexpectedly cool little things like another thing and this sounds really stupid to say but another really cool thing about it is th there's probably pretty much a 50 50 split between all the people that you punch whether they are male or female presenting characters like usually in these games it's 100 percent. it's only dudes that you're fighting right yeah creepy dudes running at you. all the time in this one there are women all over the gangs there's like six different gangs you run and in run into and there are women there with flamethrowers and there are women piloting drones that just like there is a sniper on the roof that happens to be a guy. There's a sniper over here. It happens to be a woman. It's like, it's really feels progressive in that, on that score. Everybody does crime. It's well, not just related well, to Well, yeah, because it's all, it's, it's, you know, it's <laughs> ridiculous, right? Because these yeah, are all... right. It's, it's usually carbon copy. Yeah. So dudes. at least they went yeah. to the effort to carbon copy, you know, let's include women in this. Um, yeah, which makes everything all the more baffling as progressive as this game is that for the four lead characters, they picked the four, you know, Batman family characters that are all white people. So <laughs> you couldn't have uh, thrown Batwing in there. You couldn't have put the signal in there. You couldn't, uh, you know, spread this around a little bit. Um, so, hey, maybe in the DLC, right? Maybe I maybe can get, go. <laughs> maybe we'll get a Leslie Gray skin at some maybe point. Maybe we'll That'd pay nice. uh, pay 20 bucks to have... Uh, be able to run around as a character that isn't, you know, just another white person. Um, but other than that, yeah, I've, I've been digging. I've already been all the way through the storyline. I'm probably about to start a new game plus. I was just playing again tonight, just just zipping around Gotham City in a stinking bat cycle, just finding finding <laughs> uh, randomly generated crimes to uh, punch out. Um, that's good time. Yeah, no, that's good. It's super good. I'm digging nice. it. So that seems like it'll do it for episode 465. Until next time, we are out of here. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. Say hi at rest.tv slash discord. Follow you like the worst stuff on Facebook or find us on Twitter at the worst podcast.
You can support the show at patreon.com slash worst stuff. And thank you if you do. Music provided by Eric Matias of soundimage.org. Until next time, game over. Well, shit. what are y'all doing? Screwing? You like the worst stuff.